Brought to you by P4P Muscle Productions and Entertainment, the number one drug-free athlete sponsorship foundation in the world. Now, I want you to grab a friend, turn the volume up a bit, lean in, and listen to the show where all the athletes want to talk. Fit Talk with Melinda Corsino. All right. Thank you guys for listening in tonight uh, to Fit Talk with Melinda Corsino, also Melinda Spencer, because as you know, I got married, so I got a different last name now. Uh, we are here live. This is my first live show I've ever done. We're broadcasting from CrossFit Talk here in Nashua, New Hampshire. I have some two awesome guests, but before I get into that, I just want a quick announcement. Uh, this show is brought to you by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. If you're a drug-free athlete or just looking for the best supplements on the planet that represent a drug-free lifestyle, check out P4P Muscle at p4pmuscle.com. Uh, if you see anything you like on the website, you can certainly use my code, Melinda, M-E-L-I-N-D-A, for 15% off your purchase. All right, now let's get to the good stuff. So uh, tonight we are doing a special show, Kettlebells for Kids. And I'm going to let them describe what Kettlebells for Kids is all about. But we have Shiloh Ellis here. He's a pretty impressive kid. He's dancing right now. Uh, You can't see him, but it's pretty hilarious. So he is an Olympic lifter. He's actually competed nationally before. He's also competed in some CrossFit competitions. He's a very good athlete. He judged me in one of my open workouts where I got my first bar muscle up ever, which was very cool. It was probably due to him, honestly. So um, we also have Amy Owens, and she is the founder of Kettlebells for Kids. We have her here with us as well. And I am, no one wants to hear me talk for all this time, so I am going to let my friend Shiloh here just tell us about yourself. What do you like to do, hobbies, anything you want to share with the crowd? Well, I like to do um, CrossFit, and I also do Olympic lifting, as you know. I also do jujitsu that I like but I keep on getting kicked in the face. Um, I do baseball. I cannot pitch since I can throw off my arm. That would be pretty bad. That would be bad. Um, I can be a catcher, anything else except for a pitcher. Yep. So, you know, you have a pretty busy life. Yep. You're doing all this extra stuff. You're so accomplished at your young age. You go to school. I mean, you were here doing homework before we went live. Is it fun? Do you like doing all this stuff and and being a normal kid, too? Not that. No, I really like school except for gym class. Of course. It's pretty fun. But I got whacked in the face with a hockey puck. All right. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about Kettlebells for Kids? You were here the other day during the Open, and you did this awesome presentation about Kettlebells for Kids. So why don't you just, what is it all about? What does it mean to you? Um, well, when I was nine years old, it kind of hit me, so I thought I might get involved to stop it. And Carols for Kids is a nonprofit organization to raise funds and awareness for homeless kids in America. And you may not believe it, but the average age of homeless person is nine years old. So, um, we're trying to stop it. This year, we are trying to raise $500,000, but our long-term financial goal is to raise Two and a half million. Last year, I believe it was ten thousand. A hundred thousand. That's amazing. 
so Amy can tell a little bit more about it. Yeah, so I'm going to pass the mic over to Amy and let her describe Kettlebells for Kids a little more in detail. Yeah, thank you. Um, so we're, as Shiloh mentioned, we're a um, 501c3 national uh, nonprofit that was really created to first raise awareness about the issue because a lot of people don't really understand that there's you know 2.5 million homeless kids in America. Um, but secondly is to raise funds so we can actually um, provide fitness and play equipment, uh, fund programs in shelter to get homeless kids moving in a new direction. So you guys, again, you travel all around. I know, Shiloh, you've been at a ton of CrossFit gyms doing these presentations. Where is your next trip that you're going to? Atlanta. Atlanta. And that's for the regionals, right, for CrossFit regionals. And you've met some pretty impressive athletes doing this. I mean, you've met a lot of athletes, big CrossFit Games athletes that a lot of kids don't get a chance to meet just for traveling around with kettlebells for kids. Who is your favorite person that you've met? Well, my favorite person that I met was Rich Cronin. And I have a pit. That's the pitcher that I picked, so your dad sent me a bunch of awesome uh, pictures that I could use to promote the show tonight, and I just picked that one because I thought it was a really cool picture. So how was it meeting him? It was pretty cool. One thing that I learned about them is you always want to look straight in the eye at first. At first, they kind of look freaky, but then we kind of get the hang of, yep, he's going to look you in the eye. I also met his dad, best beard ever. <laughs> That's awesome. I wanted to just rip it off and put it on my dad. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you, you do a great job of looking people in the eye. You did a great job at your presentation here. That was awesome. You're an accomplished public speaker at such a young age. Um, so t- tell us a little bit about your training. I mean, you do CrossFit and Olympic lifting. So what do you do? What's a day like for you or a week like for you with the different types of training that you do? Uh, with weightlifting, my coach is Brandon. Um, he usually does the same thing for me, um, snatches and clean and jerks. Sometimes he would, like, teach me how to get below parallel a little bit more and to keep shoulder stamina. Mm-hmm. Today I had a problem with um, putting my front foot out. I kept on putting my back, so he helped me with that. So what do you, what are you for people listening in that don't know, like, the average weight that you'd be lifting at your age? And you're 10, right? Yes. 10 years old. Okay, so everyone out there, he's 10 years old. He's Olympic lifting. He's competed in nationals. What types of weight do you lift at, like, a national level? Uh, the highest I've ever been able to lift at a national tournament, I believe, is 26 kilos for, for the snatch. Yep. For the clean and jerk, I believe 34. And for anyone listening in that doesn't know conversion, kilos times 2.2 is pounds. So you can do that math on your own because I'm not doing it live. I'll be honest, math is not my strong suit. But when I do, so I do powerlifting comps, and I sit there with my calculator and have to do my conversions for everything before I get on the podium, which is the pain in the butt. But um, so that's very impressive. That's awesome. And you're going to do some more in the future. Yes. This year? Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Nationals. Yes. It's down in Texas and Austin. That is cool. That is cool. So do you have to qualify to go to Nationals? Do you have to lift a certain amount of weight to get there? Um, For the 35-kilo class, Mm -hmm. it's 35 kilos. They bumped it down so they can get a lot more people in. So last time at Youth Nationals, I already hit the more than 35 kilos, so I could have 
I could have um, gone to the 44 and Kilo class to hit that weight. Yes. And uh, if if you can't make it at youth nationals, you can make it up at competitions. Like, um, I believe CrossFit No Risk had a weightlifting competition. So Alec, my friend, made youth nationals, but Ian couldn't. So let's get back to Kettlebells for Kids for a little bit. Amy, I'm going to turn back to you. Um, where can people learn more about your organization? If they're listening in, they want to know where to go, um, your website, how to get involved, where where can they do this? Sure. So you can find out more information about us at kettlebellsforkids.org, and it's kettlebells, the number four, kids.org, as opposed to F-O-R. Um, just to have a little fun with that number. Um, and basically we're looking for people to uh, register online. Uh, there's no fee to register and create your own fundraising page. Um, we have uh, our fundraising lot happening again this year, uh, kicking off September 9th through the 19th. And um, ultimately we'd like people to enlist their uh, CrossFit boxes or local gym to create uh, fundraising teams so members could join on as well. Uh, at the end of September, we'll have prize packages for the top fundraiser, uh, top, I'm sorry, the top five fundraisers and the top one fundraising box or gym. Um, so Shiloh was our number one yeah. fundraiser last year, which was remarkable. You can also follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, really looking for people to really help us raise awareness. So sharing our posts, liking our posts, that makes a huge difference just to raise awareness about the issue. Again, I will, uh, after we're done here tonight, I'm going to go ahead and post the links to all their social media pages, including Shiloh directly, uh, if you're looking to help raise money, I'm looking for more information. So I'll post Twitter, Facebook, everything on both of my, all my social media pages so you guys can, can get a glimpse of that later on. But um, so this is, this is not just a local thing. And we're broadcasting here from New Hampshire, but this is not just a local thing. I mean, Shiloh traveled all around. Um, and I just watched that you were out doing something recently. Where were you? Your last, you were just there. Iowa. Iowa. Okay, I knew it was somewhere out there. Um, doing a presentation? Yep. Same kind of thing you did here. Across yes, the top. Uh, with another person. With another person. Very cool. Um, so you guys travel all around. Where are some, Amy, where are some of the next big trips that you can, that you can see Kettlebells for Kids? Yeah, super excited this year to uh, be attending the Atlantic and Central CrossFit Regional. So we'll be down in Atlanta. Shiloh um, and his parents are going to be joining us, um, as well as out in Central um, Columbus uh, for the regional. So look for our booths there. Um, we'll be passing on information, have a couple of key sponsors that will have some fun prizes for people who um, make donations or buy raffle tickets. And, again, just really about raising awareness. Um, we also have a couple of other events coming up later this year, We'll be um, at three different Ironman competitions, which will be new for us this year, uh, two of them down in Tennessee and one in Kentucky. And then we'll also be out at Fitness on the Rocks in, um, in Colorado. So I'm um, really excited about all the exposure that we've been able to, um, to, to gain. I'm very jealous about the Colorado. I love Colorado. I want to go back. been there four times and haven't gone back since high school. So that is a very cool trip, and I'm very jealous of all the traveling you guys do. But that's very cool, and especially for you. So, being 10, you're in school, and then you're doing all this extra stuff. Okay. How do you keep up with the traveling? Do you do your homework on the plane? Uh, what do you do? No, do I, get... I usually do it before. 
you're prepared. That's good. Yeah. You can teach my stepson something about doing his homework ahead of time. Um, so you, how has it been for you for public speaking? Like, is this your 10? You're giving these presentations to rooms full of people, double, triple your age and more, and you are hilarious. So for to tell a quick story, when he was at the gym during opens, he gave his presentation, and we had a girl in the audience whose cell phone went off during the presentation. And Shiloh goes, oh, it's okay. We'll wait for you, which was absolutely hilarious. You think of a 10-year-old kid up there giving a public presentation, cracking jokes on this girl who should have shut off her cell phone, but how funny is that? I mean, you were great. So how is that? I mean, that's a skill that a lot of kids don't have. Is it easy for you, or do you get a little nervous when you get up there speaking? Um, the first time I did a presentation, I was kind of nervous, but then I got the hang of it. I learned the jokes from a Christian song, right, um, singer, and he usually did that when someone had to walk out of the room to go to the bathroom or to call their husband. <laughs> He'd usually, like, don't worry, we'll wait for you. It was awesome. No, you were great. That was that was a that was definitely a highlight. That was a fun that was a fun night. You did an awesome job. So uh so let's CrossFit moments, other than meeting Rich Groning. Competing or funny things that have happened or funny things that have happened when you were traveling to do presentations. What comes up in your mind? Anything Um, um I did a workout with Elijah Muhammad down at the swamp. I'll trip the swamp. And I saw Spencer Handel do 15-1. Um, I did the Kettlebells for Kids workout with Ben Bergeron. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what happened in that workout? I crushed them. You crushed the, the other guys. Oh, yeah. That's I got, awesome. like, five rounds. I got seven or eight. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw you. You were doing, uh, you were doing the Opens here when we were doing the Opens. And you were crushing it. You were doing awesome. Um, so this year, other than your next big trip that you have planned that we talked about, what do you have going on? Where's your next? I'm putting them on the spot right now. His dad can totally step in and help out with this one. But um, next place of the week, where you're going to Texas Nationals? Yeah. You have your next trip coming up to Atlanta? Uh-huh. Um, Any other crazy things going on? I'm going to Connecticut for Next Generation Games. Might go to California. We just have to see money wise. Always um, important. Yeah. Tomorrow on Friday, fifteenth, if you are watching this sometime later. Yeah. Um we are I'm going to Mountain Strength to coach up Brim Sally up. And you can bring in twenty five dollars to to donate to Kettlebells for Kids. Um, you also get a T-shirt. There are prizes you can never imagine. Silly string. Your kids will attack you with that. Um, I have a coloring book in there, but my brother is going to be exampling how to do it. Cool. So there's female, male, and who's the oldest person doing it. Cool. That's very cool. So, um... What else was I going to ask? This is what happens when you go live. You know, I got a lot of stuff going on. Um, what is what is your ultimate goal this year, your personal goal? What what type of money are you trying to raise? Are you trying to beat last year? Where 
for people listening in that want to help you out? I'm trying to raise $75,000. $75,000. is great, too. I mean, I mean, why not push the bar? $7,500. And what, do you remember what you, you could totally do it. You go to all these places. I mean, we were, that was awesome. I, mean, I wanted to donate just because you came in and you were cracking jokes. I mean, that was fantastic. But it's a really good cause. Learning about child homelessness shocked you, and that's what made you want to get involved with this in the first place? Yes. I didn't know a lot of the statistics that you actually brought up in your conversation. I had no idea. I didn't know the average age of a homeless child. And just to think about kids, because my stepson's 14, and to think about kids having to go to school or not be in school or dealing with this, it's awful. It's terrible. What, um, so you found, I have Amy sitting next to me. We're sharing mics right now. This is really tough. So um, you founded this organization. And what made you get, like, really involved with this specific topic? Up until uh, 2011, I have to say, I was pretty ignorant to the issue. Um, You know, I think when you think of homeless, um, 9 out of 10 people go to a place where they envision a middle-aged man living on the streets with a drug or alcohol addiction, you know, and, oh, if he just got a job, you know, he'd get out of the situation. But when the reality um, is, you know, to Shiloh's point, the average age of a homeless person is nine years old in our country. Um, that was something that just hit a nerve with me. I had no idea. So um, Kettlebells for Kids, we started as, you know, a local fundraiser uh, in 2014 to help uh, a local nonprofit uh, in Massachusetts. We raised $21,000, and in 2015, the new numbers were released that the number of homeless kids had gone from $1.6 million to $2.5 million. And to me, the second richest country in the world that's just not okay. Um, so our, our group is really about, you know, how can we break the cycle? We don't think we can solve homelessness today, but we do know that homeless children um, really don't choose their situation, and the chances of them repeating the cycle are really high. Uh, we know that you know, homeless kids are eight times more likely to repeat a grade. They are twice as likely to have learning disabilities and behavioral and emotional problems. So if we, all of us, right, we all believe in what fitness can bring and the power that fitness has, we believe that we can get homeless kids moving in a new direction to really help them not only graduate from high school but move on to college and become successful uh, contributors to society. So when people donate to your organization, people always want to know, well, where is my money going exactly? Well, to help homeless kids, but where exactly do you guys put those funds that people are donating? Absolutely. That's a key question for us. And we work through our charity partners, um, primarily through Bright Horizons Foundation for Children. Um, Money raised in each state will stay in the state to help homeless kids in your community. So if you raise $15,000 in Texas, those monies will be restricted to Texas. Um, The goal is really to fund active play and fitness equipment, um, programs that are in shelter. Uh, For example, if a shelter needs to refurbish their playground, um, those monies will go towards that. Um, ultimately, our long-term goal is to fund coaches to go in shelter and get homeless kids into a weekly routine, right? So we know that fitness has the power to not only strengthen them physically, but more importantly for homeless kids, it's strengthening their social and emotional skills. So that's what for us is to really restrict those funds, knowing that it can really help change the trajectory of, of a homeless child's life. Thank you for explaining fully in detail. I know that's a big question that a lot of people have when they're donating money. Like, this is a great cause, but where is it going? And I know there's a lot of 
companies out there, not yours, but that the money is not always going where you think it's going. So I always like to ask that question. People want to know, and then it makes people want to donate more because they know exactly what's going on. And and I think that's an amazing thing. And I know that I will be uh, – I've already – when Shiloh came, I bought this really cool shirt that I have on. I'll make sure we take pictures tonight, and I put in for some prizes and, and things. But I will. Um, I know I'm going to go on and donate, so I urge everyone out there listening in, even if you go on, and I'll post the links, you go on and you donate $5. Well, can you imagine if everyone out there just went on, donated a dollar, donated $5. I mean, what's a dollar? You spend more than that on a Starbucks coffee in the morning on the way to work. So, really, if you you know, anything that can help and it's going towards an awesome cause and especially if you think people out there, if you have children, how awful it would be if, if their friends or themselves were, were dealing with the situation and they're not putting themselves in the situation. So let's get on to a happier subject. I think Shiloh has something that he may want to talk about. So we have a team called Teen Dream Bang. Um, it's kids around the country. We have 11 so far. And, uh, well, we, our goal for Team Dream Big is to raise, I believe, $10,000. Um, so, well, we have three in California, one in, no, two, I believe, in. Iowa, maybe. Um, One in Oregon. And Grace, Avery, and I are in Massachusetts. And Mia is in uh, Connecticut. It's a good memory right there. So one in South Carolina. So you guys are really spread out. Yeah. Which is good because you're hitting all different parts of the U.S. That's cool. I, I personally like the 75000 better. But, you know, 10000 is good, too. Uh, you're going to exceed you're the 7500 You must be almost past close. And you have until when, at the end of the this actual year, to raise those funds for this year. So you're shooting for that in the December. That's awesome. So... Anything else before we close up that you want to add in? And if you don't have anything you want to think about it, I can give the mic to Amy and see if she has any last words that she wants to talk about before we wrap up. You want me to go to Amy? Yeah. Okay, I'll give you time to think about that. Yeah, I would just say um, as a reminder, you know, that money raised in each state stays in the state. That's probably the most um, often asked question that we get. Um, so that's something to keep in mind in that, you know, our goal, back to your question about where do the funds go, our goal as an organization is a minimum of 75 cents of every dollar donated goes directly to programs. So we're an all-volunteer staff. We all have full-time day jobs. Um, and so this is something that we're really trying to, um, you know, find sponsors who want to support us. Reebok has been our biggest sponsor um, this year. And actually, since we started in 2014, uh, we have other amazing sponsors like Taylor Naturals, Design Wine, most recently Junk Brands and the Hook Grip. So we've got some pretty amazing uh, sponsors, but we're always looking for more that can really help offset some of our administrative costs to help us, again, raise the awareness of the board. And that's an important thing that she just brought up, administrative costs, because a lot of 
people out there are uh, some of your money is getting donated, very little amount of your money is getting donated to the cause, and the rest of the money is going towards paying their salaries or paying the administrative costs of the business. And uh, they're reaching out to sponsors within the CrossFit community and just athletic community in general to sponsor this cause, which is an amazing cause, to help offset that because the money being raised is going towards what it's being raised for, which is very important. Um, Can you tell I like finance? Maybe just a little bit. Uh, So, Shiloh, did you think of anything? Yeah. You got something. Okay. I figured it out. All right. My dad's help. That's okay. We all need our dad's help sometimes. Uh, I'm thankful for Mel to put me on there about Heroes for Kids. I hope you all listening are um, wanting to donate to Kettlebells for Kids. You might be on your phone searching it. Yes, so, you are. They, they are. You get on your phones and you search Kettlebells for Kids. Um, I think that's all. Okay. Well, we, again, I'm going to post links to everything. So it's going to be very easy to find. Uh, if you go on my Facebook page, my regular Facebook page, I've got Twitter, I have Instagram, all the links will be up there. So it's going to be super easy to click on the link and donate. And I hate asking people for money, but it's not for me. It's for an awesome cause. And I, we want to help Shiloh reach his goal that he has and surpass his goal. I mean, he said on air $75,000. So he made a mistake, but I think that's what he's going for. So I, I urge anyone out there, even if you have $5 to donate, every little bit helps for the organization. So, again, I hope everyone will go on. And I want to thank the both of them for coming in today. This is my first live show. And uh, we're mic'd up right now, so you can't hear the craziness in Nashua, which is the gym that I train at, gym that Shiloh did a presentation at. So, I want to thank you both for coming on and spreading the word about the organization. And maybe at the end of the year, we can do a recap show, maybe in December, and we can talk about the goal that you've surpassed your goals, because I know you will. And uh, we can recap up about all your very cool competitions that you're going to be doing this year. We can talk about nationals. So I want to wish you good luck with the rest of your school year, because that's the most important. And... Um, again, thank you guys for coming on. And you can check us out at kettlebellsforkids.org. Again, it's the number four. All right. We're going to wrap up. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Shiloh. And, again, check out my page after the show, and I appreciate everyone being on tonight.